0: Hello everyone and welcome to Tales of Fay and Folklore. So, I've been doing midterms this week and haven't completely finished doing research on the next episode I intended to do, which is house fairies and more specifically brownies. So, in the meantime, I thought I would share a few creation myths that I've been studying for one of my courses. These stories are really fun and imaginative and really interesting. The first one is the Gaelic creation myth. I thought this would be fitting as we have mentioned the goddess Danu when talking about fairies and their origins. Long long ago there was a great void. That void produced a god and a goddess named Don and Danu. When they looked at each other, a sacred flame burned in their hearts. They locked into a loving embrace from which they could not be separated. After a while, Don and Danu bore children, but the children were caught between their interlocked parents and could not escape. One of the sons, Brian, decided that he needed to separate his parents or he and his siblings would die. Danu's love for her son won over her love for her husband and she allowed Brian to slay his father. Brian's fury was so great that he cut his father into nine parts. Danu was horrified by what she had seen and started to cry. Her tears swelled into a great flood that swept away all of her children to earth. This is how Danu became known as the waters of heaven. The waters also washed away the nine parts of Don. His head became the skies, his brain the clouds, his face the sun, his mind the moon, his bones the stones, and his breath the wind. Don's blood mixed with Danu's tears and became the seas. Two red acorns fell to the earth. Danu recognized her beloved in one of them. She cried again, and her tears soaked into the dry earth and made the seeds grow. The red acorn took root and grew into a marvelous oak tree. This was the reincarnation of Dawn. The other acorn seed became a priest, brother of Dawn. His name was Finn. Don saw his beloved Danu up in the heavens and stretched his branches towards the skies, trying to dry her tears with his leaves, but could never reach her. Nurtured by the waters of Don's tears, the oak grew many berries, which fell and grew into the first beings. These beings grew from the berries but were very lazy, because they could not die. Slowly, they became lazier and lazier until they began to rot from the inside. Don asked advice from his brother Finn. Finn said, what people need is death. There must be a renewal in the world, a cycle of death and birth. But Don didn't like this idea, and the two brothers started to fight. They fought long and hard. Finally, Finn was killed. Seeing his brother dead at his feet, Don was so overcome with pain that his heart burst apart. Parts of his body fell everywhere, and this renewed the world. But death did come to mankind. When Don died, three mighty roots of the oak grew deep into the ground, creating the other world a place where people go after death. Don became the god of the underworld, while Danu remained the goddess of the heavens. To this day, their great love continues, even as they are separated by the earth. In relation to fairy folklore, some think these first beings are the fae, and the underworld is the fae realm, under mounds and hills. This story is surprisingly romantic and bittersweet. Two lovers separated for eternity in two different worlds. The next story is the Navajo creation. This is kind of one of my favorites. You'll see why. Before this world existed, The first world lay in darkness and emptiness, with the exception of six beings. They were first man, first woman, salt woman, fire god, coyote, and Begochiri, the child of the sun. Begochiri first created four mountains, white in the east, blue in the south, yellow in the west, and black in the north but there was still no light. The first beings grew tired of this and decided to leave the first world. At the center of the first world, Chidi planted an enormous seed, which grew into a tall, hollow reed. He then gathered all his creations and crawled inside. The reed grew out of the first world and into the second. The second world was light and blue. When the first beings emerged from the reed, they found a nicer place to live. But it was already occupied by the cat people. The first beings and the cat people fought for years and years. In the end, they could not overcome their differences. Again, Chitti collected his beings and returned to the hollow reed. The reed grew on and on into the third world. The third world was yellow, beautiful, and full of light. The first beings rejoiced and built camps and had many children. Bagochiti created rivers and lakes and mountains and all kinds of animals and birds. The first men and women lived there very happily. One day, as Coyote was walking along the river, he found a baby, the child of the water monster of the third world. Coyote stole the baby and hid him under his blanket. When the water monster discovered his son was missing, he was furious. He sent vast rainstorms from all directions and flooded the third world. Begochiti and his creations ran back to the Hollow Reed to escape and forced Coyote to give back the baby. But it was too late. The third world was entirely flooded. Finally, the waters rose to the base of the fourth world. Locusts helped carve a hole into the next world, and all Begochiti's creation crawled out and set up their houses again. Begochiti created mountains and set the moon, sun, and stars in the sky. This world was not as beautiful as the third, but it became the home of the Navajos. Begochiti taught men and women the right way to live, how to plant corn, squash, beans, and how to give thanks for their harvests. This story is great. There are multiple worlds, cat people, and the mischievous coyote always causing trouble. I feel bad they had to settle for a world that was just okay, but at least they found a home in the end. The next story is the Greek creation myth. I've always loved Greek mythology, so this was a bit of a treat for me. Gaia, the Earth Goddess, was formed from raging chaos, which existed before time began. She gave birth to Uranus, the sky, who covered her completely with his starry mantle. The two of them became the first husband and wife. They bore many children, most of which were terrible monsters, creatures with a hundred arms, and cyclops, mighty giants, with one eye each. Uranus feared these powerful creations and hid them deep in the earth. This caused Gaia great pain as she loved her children. She became angry and plotted to destroy her husband. Finally, Gaia gave birth to several gods and goddesses who were not fearful monsters. Among them was Kronos, who was strong enough to overthrow Uranus. Gaia made him a sickle fashioned from the hardest rock she knew and gave it to her son with instructions. Kronos hid in his mother's shadow until night fell and Uranus the sky came to Earth. When Uranus was resting at last, Kronos sprang from behind his hiding place and killed his father with one stroke. Thus, Kronos became king of the sky in his father's place. He married Rhea, an earth goddess, and had many more children. He created the first race of men made of gold. This was called the Golden Age, when men didn't have to work and there was no suffering on earth. But Cronos was also cruel and feared his children. After each was born, he ate it whole, with the clothes and all, so he would never be overthrown. Rhea was horrified by this, and with the help of her mother, Gaia, managed to give birth to her son, Zeus, in hiding on the island of Crete. She gave her husband a stone wrapped in baby clothes, which he ate in one gulp, thinking it was Zeus. Zeus grew quickly to be the most powerful god ever. When he had grown, he returned with an army of Gaia's monsters and the rest of the gods to overthrow Kronos. The war was terrible and went on for years and years. All the men of the Golden Age were killed. Zeus freed his brothers and sisters and built the palace of Olympus, where he ruled the earth and all gods and men. He then married his sister, Hera, and they had many children. Zeus had other women in secret, and they had children too. Soon the world was filled with other gods. Eventually, Zeus decided to create a second race of men to worship the Olympians. These men were made of silver. The silver men were foolish and had no respect for gods. This was the silver age in which nothing was sacred. It did not last very long. The irreverent silver men angered Zeus and he hid them away deep in the far corners of the underworld. To replace them, he created a third race of men. They were made of bronze. And this began the Bronze Age. The bronze men were aggressive and warlike. They destroyed each other with such venom that Zeus quickly hid these away in the underworld as well. Zeus then made a race of heroes who were the subjects of most of the countless myths in the Hellenic tradition. This was the heroic age. And there were many great men and women born in it. When a hero died, he was given a special place in the underworld called the Blessed Isles, where it is always light and always beautiful. The men of the heroic age too passed away and gave rise to the men of today. The race that lives now is the Iron Age, which is said to be the hardest of all. Men of the Iron Age must must toil all of their lives and suffer and die. But the Iron Men are the strongest of all and will survive the Olympian gods. There is quite a lot of incest and infidelity and violence here, but that is common in Greek mythology in nearly every story. It is kind of an ancient soap opera with magic. I hope you enjoyed these creation stories, everyone, and thanks for joining me. I'm going to get back to researching my next podcast. Thank you for listening, and remember to support your local library. Until next time, this is Selena with Tales of Fay and Folklore.